Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. My, my guest today is Jennifer Roig Francoli, who is a certified Alexander Technique teacher and professional violinist based in Cincinnati, Ohio. She teaches the technique at the University of Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music, and she also has a new program called The Art of Freedom for Musicians. And we're going to talk today about a process that we've explored a bit, that she's explored a lot more than I have, that could be useful, I think, for Alexander teachers and students, and I think could be useful for, for anybody. And I, I don't know what, what exactly to call it. I've, I've sort of jokingly called it the center of the universe, but Jennifer may have a a better description. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sounds good to you. <laughs> so Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thanks, Robert. Happy to be here. Well, it's good talking to you. Um, so before we get into the center of the universe, let's ha- could you give our listeners just a very brief description of what the Alexander Technique is? Sure. To me, the Alexander Technique is a way to free up myself to be myself in my mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever I think of as me in this moment. I It helps me to coordinate my thoughts and my body. Mm-hmm. It helps me to enjoy well-being and um, enjoy my life and do whatever I'm doing with more ease and grace and happiness. Good. And, and so I like that. Kind of a nice thing. I like it's really it's, fun. It's, it's a nice thing. And it's it often involves uh, you doing some thinking or self-directing, perhaps. Yes. And we're going to talk today about the center of the universe idea, which is a kind of a self-direction that's a little different, I think, uh, from the more standard ones, but I think is is very transferable to to people even who are not involved with the Alexander technique. And so I've I've kind of nicknamed it Center of the Universe. Do you want to say a little bit about what it is and where it came from and how it can help you? Yes, um, one of the aspects of the Alexander technique deals with being aware of where you are in space at any given moment. And so it is really helpful to know where you are I mean, from the most mundane, um, like this spot on the floor is where I'm standing, mm-hmm. from that to I am a speck of nothingness in this huge universe, and I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So just having a sense of um, where we are is um, a way to think about directions. So you can think of that as spatial directions. Um, um, knowing where up is, for instance, in relation to the Earth, uh, knowing where down is towards the Earth, knowing w- where the space is in front of you. I mean, it sounds so obvious. It's pure common sense. But we are usually not aware of where we are. In fact, often when I ask a student the simple question, where are you, I get a puzzled look. And may- sometimes they start telling me about their lives and what they're struggling with at this moment. like. Mm-hmm. They, they think that's what I mean. But when I'm actually asking a literal question, where are you right now? <laughs> so awareness is, is a good place to so, start. So we, where are you, the where are you question that you're talking about is, is fairly mundane. It's like, where, where am I in the room right now? And how is my body 
organized in that place, that sort of thing? Yeah, and actually I got the, I've worked with many teachers, um, Alexander Technique teachers myself, and um, a woman I've worked with a lot is Helen Hobbs in Cleveland, and she had me start thinking in this way, in a different way from other teachers, um, and so I've, I've incorporated that type of thinking into my work and expanded on it in my own idiosyncratic ways, but she um, would just have me take my index finger and point and show her wears up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's in, so I, I i do that with my students now and you know you, you if you're listening you can just <laughs> you can do this yourself take your index finger and point to where you think up is but then take a second look at your finger and notice is it actually straight is it vertical or is it kind of aiming more forward and up than directly up mm-hmm. so i'm um, getting really picky about that finger being straight up and down Mm-hmm. is important and then to understand that every cell of you can know where up is mm-hmm. that's very powerful to and, know where and, and every cell of you can know where forward is and backwards is and to the left yeah. and to the right so yeah. you basically kind of establish the the the, 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 the major directions right of yeah. that are radiating out from you Mm-hmm. And you do it in this very simple way of having people just point and then verify or, or compare what what their pointing looks like to what the reality is. Yes. Right. And so right. there's right there right away there's there's something coming in that might be interesting for people to explore. But mm-hmm. then the the next level, in a way, or maybe just implied by all of that, is that in this universe that you're pointing up, down, left, right, so on, to you are the center of it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of my favorite part about it. It sounds a tad <laughs> egotistical, but, yes. um, it's, but it's not really. It's more that you are the center. It is literally you are, after yes. all, the center, on at least on a physical basis, if not a lot more, of the universe, of yeah, your I, universe. You know, um, I... You could say it depends how you define universe, of course, and I don't have a quick and easy definition of the universe. Really? <laughs> however, <laughs> however, for me, it's more helpful to think of infinitude instead of universe because I could possibly conceive of the universe as having an end, but I can't think of infinitude or space having an end. Mm-hmm. I just can't personally. Mm-hmm. So if I point up and I imagine that you know, if I could continue going up in that direction, would there ever be an end? And I don't think so, because if there were an end, there would be something beyond that. So it's kind of easy for me to imagine infinitude in one direction. So then if I point down and I think of infinitude in the opposite direction, mm-hmm. it's clearly going to be an equal infinitude. So, I, And if you do this on all directions, it's always equal infinitude <laughs> on one side as the other. Right. So I'm literally in the middle of infinitude. Right. And so that's a really centering feeling when yeah. I to remember that. And in Alexander Technique, we talk a lot about how the mind and the body are not separate. So if I am thinking and believing, and belief is a very important part of this, or at least being open to the possibility of this being true. Mm-hmm. 
um, just being open to possibility that I actually could be in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. It's a very centering thought, and I find it very reassuring and grounding. And operationally, it can produce some quite dramatic changes in yeah. how you do things, like yeah, I, speaking I've, I've heard... or running or swimming or whatever. And I'm a musician, so I see it Musical all the playing, time. Yeah. My, when my students are thinking in a centered way, their sound improves. And by thinking I, in a centered way, you're saying they just acknowledge that fact that they are in the center of everything. Yes, and right. when, they, when they're aware of that, mm-hmm. then they start to become more balanced. See, right. what usually happens is that we are not aware of all the directions, and so we are subtly and unconsciously being pulled towards one direction, and we're compromising um, our use, the, the way we use our mind-body-self, um, by pulling away from the opposite direction. So just a, here's a really easy example to understand what I'm talking about. If you're sitting in front of, of a computer and you're there for a while, it's it's likely, or even if you just haven't been there for a while, even if you just sit down at the computer right away, your attention is likely to be drawn forward to the space in front of you. And mm-hmm. you're likely to completely forget that there is space behind you. And so your energy, your your whole system, your body is going to start to be pulled very, very, very subtly forward and off balance. And narrowed as well. And narrowed because, yeah. you know, if you're pulled off balance, if you didn't create some extra tension to hold yourself up, you'd actually fall over. So you're creating more tension when you're off balance. And when you are centered in space, you don't need any tension to sit up. You don't need excess effort to be upright because we're designed to be vertical and upright. Right. Now, I want to get back to the uh, a thing you talked about earlier about well, I don't I don't know what the cosmos is or <laughs> the universe, whatever the universe, or or I this this thought that I'm the center of everything, or the, whatever however you want to phrase it. Yes. Um, it I think some people would say, "Well, well, uh, how, how do you know that's true?" Or, "I, I don't." I, that's a good question. And, and and I think the point we want to maybe emphasize here is it's an idea mm-hmm. to explore for mm-hmm. five seconds, ten seconds, twenty seconds, whatever. So it is. Um, it's kind of asking you to make a leap of faith of the kind that religions talk about a lot, right? <laughs> But not yeah, for right. not like the big time leap of faith that oh when I die there'll be this or that or God or who knows. But mm-hmm. this is like just a, sh- a very short term leap of faith that then you can very quickly test whether it's working or helping you or not. Right. I you mean can, the purpose of this is not practical. to define the cosmos. No. The purpose is to improve the quality of how you do things and how you how you are. Yeah, and actually, let me add that. I think it's uh, we don't need to know. We don't have right. to know. In fact, um, I, I think that we can't really know anything completely, a hundred percent for sure. And so, even though this practice of being centered and and you know imagining that you're in the center of everything, even though that might feel self-centered, mm-hmm. uh, it is on the contrary extremely humbling because we really don't know. 
And if you're open to all possibility, you're also open to the possibility that you might be wrong and (laughs) you might really not know. However, like you're saying, Robert, is, is so practical to just experiment and try it out. So, I mean, as you're sitting there, you can just think, well, I'm here. I do believe that I'm in this body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and therefore, there is space in front of me and behind me and on my left and on my right and above me and below me. Mm-hmm. And I am here right now. That, that's enough. Just to be aware of all those directions is really enough to change the way that you're functioning in a good way. Right. And if you want to test it, I mean, I just thought those thoughts as you were talking them. And what I happen, happened to notice at that point was that my breathing freed up a little bit. But yeah, someone that, else might tip- notice something quite different. But mm-hmm. but in terms of actually for someone on who's listening to this on their own who's not sure whether they're just kidding themselves or not, um, take an activity that you do, whether it's speaking or playing an instrument or chopping vegetables and uh, use these ideas but have um, have um, a person or two or three just observing you and saying and giving you feedback yeah and try out the opposite what happens if you do exactly. that activity while you're leaning forward only aware of what's mm-hmm. in front of you mm-hmm. and and and, and yeah. the technique i use in Alex, with alexander directions all the time would certainly apply here is use the direction or use this idea and then deliberately throw it away. And in that moment, you might notice that you get in touch with a habitual pattern Mm -hmm. that you weren't aware of because you're noticing it because you're comparing it to a slightly easier pattern of being. So yeah, yeah, play. You can play with this, and I think you can play with that. Play with it without feeling like, oh my gosh, I am, I am committing my belief system to us to this universe. It's an experiment. It's an experiment. Believe or not believe, whatever you want, or think or not think, whatever you want. Right. I mean, yeah. I I think. Yeah. I think the basic idea is, if it works, why not use it? And you could come to terms with cosmology later in your life if that's what you want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. is that is that is, would that fit in with your idea of yes, how and to use this? There's just one thing, an extra thing that I would say is that um, the way that we're think we're talking about these directions is not just cerebral. It's not just a thought that you're. It's not just an idea that stays up in your head. It actually becomes an embodied thought. Mm-hmm. So if you are thinking, oh, yes, up is up above me, mm-hmm. actually let that become an embodied awareness so that, like I said, every cell knows where up above me is. Mm-hmm. So it does take a little, you know, don't just rush through it. It takes some moments to really let the idea sink in so that you can wonder about it with your whole self, not just, um, you know, not just saying the words and without any meaning. I think meaning and wondering are two really important aspects to to getting this experience. So do you think we're safe in suggesting to people listening to us right now that they give this a shot, experiment with it? (laughs) And if they have some interesting results, they can send you or me or both of us uh, feedback on it. In fact, I, I could imagine writing a little blog on this topic as well. And Putting, putting this interview in. So anyone who wants to play with this, uh, 
do so and, and, and let us know how it works for you. Thanks so much, Robert. Hey, that. thank you, Jennifer. And I, um, I will be putting a link to Jennifer's website by the interview. I'll be putting a link to a, a site that will give people more information about the Alexander Technique in general. But you don't need to necessarily visit any of them to explore what we've just been talking about. So thanks. Thanks for being on the show, Jennifer. Thank you, Robert. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.